All right, Dean, we caught up with Judas and the Black Messiah. Yes, we did, Hendo. Yes, we did. Yes, the multi-Academy Award-nominated Judas and the Black Messiah, obviously starring Daniel Kaluuya, Lakeith Stanfield, Jesse Plemons, Dominic Fishback, directed by Shaka King. Basically, his first big movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, a good way to start if this is your first big movie with lots of uh, Oscar buzz. Is it actually a chance for any Oscars? Any favourites? Are you just leading on here or you actually don't know? I have no idea. Okay, it is nominated for six. Academy Awards, Best Cinematography, Best Original Screenplay, Best Original Song for Fight For You, Best Supporting Actor for Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield, which a lot of people have been going on saying uh, it's a bit of a voting fraud, ballot fraud. Like, how can the two main leads here both be in Best Supporting Actor? One should be the the, the Best Actor, one should be the Supporting, because Lakeith Stanfield was really being pushed for Best Actor. Yeah, like, are there many scenes that he's not in? Like not there's many. A, there's a couple with Kaluuya and his Kaluuya's misses. clearly supporting. Yeah, I, w- I would I would say Lakeith should be best actor. Yeah, he or if any, he should be put in the best actor race. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not saying he should win. I'm just saying he's not a supporting actor. And it's nominated for best picture as well. Yeah, I think the biggest one it's gonna get. It, I think I think it's really a lock that Kaluuya is gonna win supporting actor. Really? Yeah. He's. I think he's won everything so far. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So he's. Like, I'm not going to say it's guaranteed, but I think it's a really, really strong chance he's going to win that. Off the top of your head, do you know what his biggest competition would be? Well, besides these two, there's Sasha Baron Cohen for the trial of the Chicago 7. I think he might be yeah. the next one. Yeah, I've heard good things yeah. about him. Uh, there's also Paul Racy for Santa Metal and Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami, along with the two for Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay. Yeah, I'd say Baron Cohen would be the, the next one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Not the strongest year for supporting actors. Well, I mean, they're all right. Well, they're all pretty good. They're fine. Ooh, not, not a fan of this lineup, Dean. <laughs> I mean, if Sasha Baron Cohen's the next favourite, yeah, not really. <laughs> all right, fair enough. But this did have a budget of $26 million, and it did get a box office of roughly $5.8 million. So around rough. COVID time, it's, yeah, it is rough. Yeah. yeah. But it is at a 7.6 on IMDb at the moment, and you can currently rent it on Amazon. But let's move over to you, Dean, with your good about this film. What do you like about Judas and the Black Messiah? I really like the ending. <laughs> not to be confused with you liked when it ended. No, no, no. Definitely not I liked when it ended. Without spoiling anything, uh, I thought the ending was really uh, hit home a few things for me, which which I, I thought the ending was powerful and I thought it's what they were obviously going for and the ending worked for me uh, without doubt. What else I liked? I, I did like Lakeith Stanfield, and I liked the ambiguity that you sort of have when you're watching. Like, it's so it's such this grey area because he's someone who's working for the authorities. You know, he's the Judas to uh, Kaluuya's Messiah, if you will. And But he's the main character. Like, he's the guy that you're following, that you're seeing his life, that you're sort of... Like, are we being asked to sympathise with him here? Like you oh, sort you of, definitely are meant to sympathise with him, and you sort of because see because he, he is he, because he's kind of caught between a rock and a hard place. Like when I saw the trailer for this, probably a couple of weeks before I watched the movie, I had no idea what it was about. Watched the trailer, I'm like, oh, this is. I was under the impression that Lakeith Stanfield was actually an undercover cop. Yeah, like this is what I mean. Like this is an undercover cop movie, basically. 
but, but like he's not, normally, though. normally, like, I mean, the most undercover thing I sort of think of, uh, you know, you departed, you Donny Brasco, all that sort of stuff, where the guy working for the cops who's gone into another organisation is the hero. Yeah. He's the person you're rooting for here. But obviously, when he's going into the Black Panthers, you're sort of like, well, hang on, who's the good guy here? And they show cops, obviously, you know, being white cops of whatever decade they're in. Is it 60s, 70s? Whenever it is. So, obviously, and it's, you know, the black director telling a very, you know, like, how great are the Black Panther story, which is fine, obviously, but they're definitely painting cops as, hey, these guys are bad, and you shouldn't like these cops. But the thing is with, like, Keith Stanfield's character is because he's doing it to save his own ass. Like, he's not doing it because he wants to do this. It's not his motivation to, you know, take down Daniel Kaluuya. He's doing it to, to avoid prison time. Because he's been caught for a crime, and they're yeah. telling him, you need to do this for us. And so, you know, the the authorities have him by the balls here. So, you see the confliction through Lakeith Stanfield's character of, what I'm doing personally, like emotionally, is wrong, because I I side with Kaluuya. But it's that it's that struggle between doing what's right and doing what's best for him. Yeah. And that's what I really like about Lakeith Stanfield's character, and just this moral dilemma that he has throughout this whole film. It's mm. Very, very good. No, it is very good. And there's points where I didn't think it would go in certain directions, and it did. You didn't know anything about this? Like, true, it's obviously a true story. You didn't know anything about what happened? No. No, me neither. Did, I was didn't just know surprised that you know, Chadwick Boseman didn't appear because of the Black Panther. Too soon? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was a good joke, but <laughs> it could come off as distasteful. It's fine. <laughs> All right. You, keep, you want to keep it in? Oh, I'll keep it I'll in. I'll keep it in. <laughs> what did you think of Kalia? Eh, I mean- He's strong. Yes. Like, he's very strong. His speeches are very persuasive. Yeah, it's what you need to do. And just, like, yeah, I thought he was really good. Um, I'm just trying to, th- I'm like, I'm thinking he's got tender moments, which I buy. He's yeah. got the strong leader of the Black Panthers, which I buy. I had no idea how young he was, though. Yeah. That, yeah. that I thought, because I, they say at the end, He's in. He's like he's like nineteen or something. Isn't he? Yeah, they they say yeah. he's he's yeah nineteen or twenty at this point, and you're sort of looking at it like they didn't need to tell us how old he was at the end because I'm looking at him like well he's not playing someone who's nineteen or twenty. Yeah, I was like I thought that was a bit jarring that that final bit where they say how old he was. I was like yeah I would have rather not know that because now I look at him like Dude, he's he's too old. You mentioned the the end of the movie without spoiling it. Obviously, with the, with a true story, you always get the things at the end, like the, you know, this is what happened after the fact, and they you show like the comparisons and all that. The ending to this with the text that comes up, oh, knock me for six. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, oh, that's why it was my first yeah. thing I mentioned as like, being wow, really really good. Yeah. Very powerful. Yeah, very powerful ending. Yeah, hundred percent agree with that. And I like the way how they start the movie with. You know, a, a reenactment of a an interview, like an old interview, and they finish on the real one. So yeah. it's good to say, you know, like how it was and how it is. Like it was, yeah. it was good. It was very good. One person I want to give a shout out to is Dominique Fishback, who plays Clue's girlfriend in the film. I think she puts in a really solid performance. There's a def- there's definitely a scene that stands out towards the end where she's not looking at something, and you, but you can see her re- like her her. Her reaction, her emotional reaction to what is happening while she can't do anything is incredibly powerful from her. I think she puts in a really good performance. Yeah, I agree. And I like the, you know, dilemma that she faces as well throughout her story. Absolutely. Here. She has a really good, you know, arc and, and storyline as well. She's not just, you know, the girl on the side, which I did appreciate that as well. All right. But what about anything bad, Dean? What, what are your negatives with this film? It's a bit slow at the start. Okay. Um, before we, like, really get into 
the main plot. I did think it was a little preachy at the start of the film. Uh, Jesse Plemons' character is... He, he goes like up and down. Yeah, he's he's a bit all over the shop with how he's coming across. But I, th- I think that has a lot to do with the pressure he's getting from Martin Sheen, who... Who's very old. I don't think that's how he looks. I think he's still got some makeup on there. What's he playing? Truman? Harry Truman? No, no, no. He's playing, what? um, uh, what, what's his name? Hoover. Hoover. Yeah, he's playing Hoover. He's playing Hoover. Truman's a president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that confused. Hoover. He's playing Hoover. I didn't, I didn't think he was good. I didn't think he was necessary in the film. I think you could get the same message across without having several scenes of Martin Sheen in makeup going, oh, look how bad I am. It's like, yeah, we know. We get it. Like, we didn't have to focus on that point. I guess we have that there as well to show the, the confliction of Jesse Plemons as well, who is, you know, the point of view we see from the FBI, I guess. But I don't think we needed it. I think that sort of dragged the film down at points. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but not too much bad about this film. No, nah, there's not. Yeah, I didn't like the score. Uh, it was jarring. And did it get nominated? Uh, the song got nominated. Okay. The song- for you, which I think actually might be the front runner. I can't remember. Okay. What about Odom? I don't... I don't Honestly, the, the original song category, I don't know who's leading the charge there. Okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't like the music. It's very in-your-face... I think it's percussion. Uh, it was jarring for me. Okay, fair enough. I like re- every time they played it, it's so loud. and was like, oh my God, turn it off. Yeah, all right, fair enough. But is that going to detract heavily on your score, Dean? What do you give Judas and the Black Messiah? I give it four stars. Ah, very good. That is also what I give Judas and Black Messiah. Yeah, nice it, four stars. It's a good film. I'm yeah. glad it was nominated for Best Picture. Um, definitely worthy there. Probably not going to win. Yeah, it's it definitely in the top half for me of the uh, Best Picture nominations. Yeah, I'd I'd probably plant it firmly right in the middle there. Just just from my memory, I'm not going to go look up anything, but I'd say in the middle. Yep. All right, that is it for Judas and the Black Messiah. Thanks everyone for checking out our review of it. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye.